This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, welcome back. In just a few minutes, I got a nugget of information that is going to make you very, very confident mm-hmm. about Sunday afternoon. All right. Very confident. No one has this, Al. Right. I'm the only one who has it, and I will be delivering it in about 15 minutes. But on the line right now, I got to work this out. Before I bring on my good friend Brandon Graham, Al, mm-hmm. and I would point out he is uh, sponsored by Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. On his uh, show last night, perhaps goaded by Howard Eskin, Mr. Graham said this. First thing in the morning, you know, you got some grumpy old men out there. And uh, <laughs> that's what they want to do. They want to release everything that they can and, and point out all the negatives of the game. But I'm happy to right, on the line to uh, explain himself is our good friend, <laughs> Mr. Brandon Graham. Brandon, was that a reference to me? Wow, you took that one, uh, man. Nick Sirianni must got you on one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. We have had great conversations. I think I, I've tried to treat you with great class because I love you. I think you're an you, amazing you, you player. Know, you, know, you know that wasn't no shot at you. I was talking about, like, fans that call in. Oh, we were talking about fans. Call in. Yeah. yeah, I was saying people that call in. You know, they first thing in the morning, grumpy old man. I know one of them, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox is my guy. Uh, he, he know he a grumpy old man. Oh, it's him. That clar- I'm glad you <laughs> but, clarified that. Yeah, no, nah, but it wasn't even Fletch. It was just people in general, but it was so right. funny, uh, you know, that you took it like that because I, I heard about Nick, uh, what he, what you yeah. uh, came at you. So, yeah, man, get out your feelings. You're all good, baby. You're it's good no problem, Brandon. I have no, <laughs> I've been called way worse, believe me. I know. But you here's, already know. Here's the thing, Brandon. Here's what I'm sensing. That you guys, the Eagle team, the guys in the locker room, that it's comfortable for you to feel disrespected, to to see that the power rankings have you fifth when you think you should be first. That helps you to get ready for a game mentally, doesn't it? It definitely do. Yeah. Definitely do. You know, and you know, you just all you gotta do is make it about yourself. You know people gonna talk and do what they're gonna do, but it makes us put out our, our product even even better. Uh, and that's a great thing for us because we need everything we can 
we can uh, we can do uh, to make sure that we locked in to give ourselves a shot to win the game. Well, absolutely, and and, and the, that game last Saturday night was spectacular, Brandon. I, I want to ask you when you're in the middle of a game like that and you're up seven nothing, fourteen nothing, twenty one nothing, all in the first half. Can you sense when you're getting ready to when when you're on the field and they're getting ready to snap the ball that they already are feeling kind of like they're out of it? What's that like? Are you picking up some negative body language on the field from them? Uh, you know what? You you really um you really not putting up with a lot of body bad body language, but you just want to. But you don't want to. You want to make sure that you um that that you don't get caught up thinking that it's over because okay. it's not. You know, and so I always try to remind people, hey, don't like the Chargers, you know, they thought they was up, they was having fun, doing all that. Come on, y'all, let's finish this game. And so, you know, you just have examples that you see before you and you always reference those games and, you know, get everybody to lock back in. But it's you definitely want to have fun, you know, because you work your butt off to get those 21 points, but you got to make sure that you stay focused to remember what's going on. Yeah, I was watching. By the way, Brandon Graham got his 12th sack of this season, which is an all-time high for him. And it was an example of how even in the second half, you never quit on a play. Could you just explain to me? You do not get through initially. What keeps you going thinking that you're still going to get an opportunity to get to Daniel Jones? Uh, you know what? Just just knowing that it ain't over and you got so much opportunity uh, and you know there's going to be a passing situation. And so I always just try to you know, just stay, stay relentless on whatever I do, whenever I'm out there, because you can change the game at any moment. And yeah. that's how I'm that's how I'm thinking about it. And, you know, when you look back at the games, you'd be like, oh, this is the play that changed the game or this is the play that did this. Uh, and so, you know, I just want to be that spark just like everybody else. And so uh, if if I can go out there and make a play, you know, even if it's, you know, we winning already, it's like, you know, you want to keep them down. So, you know, I'm always trying to make sure I'm uh, doing my part. After all these years, Brendan, when you're playing a really big game like the one coming up Sunday, do you still feel the pressure, the excitement? What do you feel just before the snap to start a game like that? Oh, man, you know, it is it is pressure because you one game away from, you know, getting to somewhere you talked about. But at the end of the day, just gotta, you just got to stay you. Stay being you uh, and make sure that you maximize and do everything that you're supposed to do for the week. Uh, talk to your guys and, you know, motivate them. Motivate them and make sure that you, um, that you, that you, um, you know, do your part as a leader. Do our part as teammates. Uh, you the look team. Just keep doing that. Stay consistent on that. And I think, uh, you know, everything would definitely be fine. Hey, Brandon, you're facing a seventh-round draft pick rookie. This is unheard of that a guy would be in a position like this. How important Man. how important is it to rush him, to force him into quick decisions? Oh, it's very important. At a quarterback, man, you got to make sure that you get him off the spot, get him uncomfortable because it's definitely not one of those – it's one of those things where, you know, you don't want a quarterback playing 7-on-7 seven seven without a D-line out there. You know, and sometimes people definitely um, make sure that they take a D-line out the game, but you got to keep rushing. Because when your opportunity comes, you better hit them because that might just be the one to let them know, um, you know, to hold the ball a little more because now he's thinking about it or throw it in the dirt, throw it in the dirt as quick as he can because he see the same guy that hit him before hit him again. I mean, people remember those hits, I'm telling you. Oh, so that, get him early. Important. Get him early and have him uh, waiting for the next one, right? Like, let him know, yep. uh-oh, this is not what I faced the last couple of weeks. Yep, and that's what you – you know, every team is different. Every week is different. Right. All right. And, uh, you know. 
In, in, in practice, Brandon, you do face Lane Johnson, correct? Oh yeah, every every uh, every week. Do you do you ever beat him in practice? He never gives up a sack or a pressure in games. Does he at least occasionally lose in practice? Oh yeah, man. You know, it's that's why I feel like he's so good because we all sharpening each other. On top, I mean, I've been playing with him for years, and you know, he's finally getting his just due. But I've been saying, telling them, keeping them committed to just keep being you, man. Don't worry about what, the, what they what they ain't seeing yet. It's gonna come at the right time. And look at it with a fourteen and three season. Uh, you know, you being uh, pro. I mean, you know, first team all pro, all that stuff, man. People recognizing and seeing seeing you now. So you know, just stay stay being that, stay being you. All right, how, you know he's facing Nick Boza, who is phenomenal, right? What do you think about that matchup, Brandon? Uh, oh man, it's it's. I'm 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 gonna put my money on Lane all day because I know Lane is out here, man, making this growing injury e- look easy, you know. And I know for him, you know, it just it means a lot to him, you know. And uh, and I know that he's gonna work his butt off, and I'm gonna make sure we keep sharpening each other. It sounds great. Last thing, Brandon, you know how much the fans love you in this town, and they will listen to what you tell them. What do they need to do for your team on Sunday? Please, baby, come out there and just be y'all, yell, scream. Make sure you make it hard for Purdy when he come in here and let him know this is our house. I love it. Brandon, nothing but success. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you before the Super Bowl. No, let's, hey, let's go, baby. Love it. Thank you, Brandon. Brandon Graham with some uh, insights into what's going on. And apparently Lane Johnson is beatable in practice, mm-hmm. not during games. Yeah. But uh, this is a big one. Man, he, he will not be tested harder at 32 with the torn abdominal muscle than he will be against the best pass rusher in well, football. if you reversed it, wouldn't you be like, let's say it was him that was – the the other way with the injury. Right. You'd want somebody to just jump on him, right? Yeah. I mean, gonna that's, tra- they're going to test him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they're going to test him. Yeah. The, the, the Giants put 350-pound loudmouth uh, Dexter <laughs> yeah. Lawrence on him. Mm-hmm. And Dexter, I forgot he was in the game. Yeah, so Johnson <laughs> held up well against that, right? Well, all right, I mean, which is impressive. Lawrence, here's what the problem was with Lawrence. So he's in the middle, right? Nose tackle mm-hmm. where he normally goes. He's facing Kelsey. Kelsey's giving nothing up. Yeah. Then he goes over to Johnson. He gives nothing up. He disappeared. Yeah. These great pass rushes are only great when they have somebody against them who is what you would call a pigeon. The backup that right? they put yes. in on Dex- for Dexter yep. against Kelsey yep. got beat so bad on several plays. I mean, he literally, I think with one arm, put him down on the ground. Yeah. No, it's uh, It was a beauty. It's fascinating yeah, to watch the, inter- the Eagles. The reason the Eagles are where they are are their two lines. Yeah. Those are the that mm-hmm. is the foundation for this team. But if Johnson limps off the field, oh. really, oh. then, then oh we're talking God. about a different game, right? And, and I mean, it's that's psychological it. blow to yeah. the whole team. So if you're San Fran, oh. that is going to be your yeah. target. There's no doubt about it. Hundred percent. John's up from Philly. Hi, Johnny. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? We're doing great. We're very nervous and excited. Yes, it's, and, and it's a good time to be nervous. It's a good time to be excited. I just want to comment. Well, last week's game, I mean, if there ever was a statement game to prove around the world that the Eagles are back and the Eagles are the best, that was the game. I mean, I thought they would win and beat the Giants. I had no idea it was going to be like that. So with that being said, I mean, I think our lines are going to match up well against San Francisco. The fact that they do have a rookie quarterback is definitely to our benefit. And like Brandon Graham said, he'll remember that hit once he gets it the first time. 
All right, I got to ask you a question, John. Let's just say instead of calling it to a radio show, you were doing one, and you made a statement that proved to be dramatically untrue. I, I want to know how you would handle this because you're one of my best calls. I want you to just hear because Tiki Barber's coming on at nine. Right. He works at FAN for our old boss, uh, Spike Eskin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tiki Barber made a comment that, in retrospect, sounds stupid. Here's what he said. I think Daniel Jones is in a better position to win this game than Jalen Hurts is. So if you're saying that, John, if you're making that statement and then Daniel Jones gets steamrolled the way he did and Hurts lights it up, do you acknowledge at that point that you're not that bright? How would you handle that? Well, I don't know if you acknowledge that you're not that bright, but you definitely have to walk it back and you have to admit that you made an error. I mean, part of being a a talk show host is, you know, gaining credibility and and taking some criticism. So That's never been Angela's issue. No, no. I have uh, always, uh, from day one, had instant credibility. Oh, God. And I've never in any way eroded that credibility. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because Angela's never wrong. Yes, there you go. Well, see, except now you're wrong by saying that, but (laughs) we were close. Anyway, John, here's your moment. Give me a Chris better than Chris Sims. I'm going to go with Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger. That's a great one. All right, Al, could you give us the whole list right now? Chris Pronger, Chris uh, Everett, Christopher Lloyd, Chris Long, Chris Helmsworth, Christopher Reeve, Christopher Kringle, Chris Tucker, and Chris Rock. It's Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Kringle. That was uh, actually, I got all the first names right. No, but that was Al, excellent. You don't have to keep saying Chris because that's the contest. Yeah. Rock, just Tucker, say, yeah, that's Kringle. all you there need you to go, say. Reeve, Helmsworth, say Kringle. Long, Lloyd, Everett, right. And the judge today is Ava Graham. Five names in a hat. One pulled out. Going to the game. Max is up next. Hi, Max. How you doing, Ange? I'm doing great, buddy. <laughs> I'm uh, glad. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm in agreement. I am too, Max. But I'll be even better if they win Sunday. You know what? The defense is great. The offense is great. I'm not worried about matchups. Uh, Kelsey's going to do that offensive line like crazy. And Reddick coming off the end. And then you got C.J. Johnson. And you got Epps going to check that middle down. So they're going to shut that down. What I'm worried about is special teams. 30 yeah. in the league. Yeah. Uh, we can't get a guy to block for Covey. What's going on? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Because you know what I'm bitching about that, Max? When the game's pl- being played. The Eagles, I, I watch these other games. These guys are taking the ball back to midfield. I'm seeing it happen. Never with the Eagles. There's no room ever for anyone to run. And that's got to be coaching, isn't it? That's Michael Clay. He doesn't do anything to do this correction. For Cubby, uh, he just stands there. He has to take the fair catch. And Merle Reese even going, that's the best decision he can make. And nothing happens afterwards. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed in that. No, there is simply no situation where I can see the Eagles winning this game on special teams. No way. And I don't even really look. It's, it's a secondary the kicker, issue. The kicker? What, what's that? Well, I <laughs> mean, a, a kick yeah. is yeah. one thing. Yeah. A kick does not require coaching. <laughs> you you set the guy oh, up. Uh, really? Because that snap, guy in Dallas could use some coaching. You snap the ball, you kick the ball. That's all it is. To me, uh, no, Max, I'm glad you brought this in. Max, you, if something goes wrong in that game, call me next week to remind me of this. Okay, no problem. You're, you're like, you're very, uh, you, you see into the future. Max, give me right now a Chris. I'm military, so Chris Kyle. American hero. Oh, Chris Hyle. Yeah, sniper, oh, right? He was the American yeah, sniper. Great. No. 
He was an American hero. They did a whole movie on him. Who played him? Was it? I think it was Bradley Cooper. Wasn't it? It was Bradley Cooper, right? I'm gonna double check. I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, it is. No, Rhea knows. Rhea just this this thing's happening again. She. I don't have a problem with Bradley Cooper. I just didn't like the movie. Feud. I don't know why you can't. You didn't like the movie in American Sniper. No, no, no. no, Silver Linings. All right. Could you get over that? 215 592. That's how you bring it up. You Jennifer over Lawrence was in it. That was, was her fam- breakout role. She was amazing. That's in how it. she became famous. He was the guy in American Sniper. This he was. For sure, yeah. And I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. There's nothing he's been in that I didn't think he was good. Yeah. But now it's tainted because of the feud with Rhea. Hangover, hand- he was amazing in. Two Very funny. handsome. Yep, he is. He's good looking, too. Rhea, is he good looking? Uh, yes. You know, he's back out with that supermodel. Arena? Yeah, yeah. he's back with Arena Shike. I, Again, TMZ, what? Al, you got to read it. Thank you. You guys are missing all this. No idea. I thought I'd I'm show glad, some of my though. knowledge today so you guys who don't bother would be updated. Are you Two still going to watch TMZ when you retire? Absolutely. You love that stuff, right? More so. Really? Yeah, you, know, you got to understand. In a lot of ways, I have chick characters. Yeah, like, I like gossip. Yeah. I like romantic comedies. Yeah. Right? I like feelings. And you have huge breasts. <laughs> well, I had them, but then they were reduced. <laughs> I did have breasts at one time. Not lying. Two well, one five. It was five, part of the show. I have uh, on the show, I was liposuction. I, and now, Al, I'm proud to remove my shirt. Yep. Two He's one five. like a pirate now, Al. A what? A pirate. Pirate. He has a sunken chest. <laughs> <laughs> Two one five. Five oh nine two. God, that's 94, so old. 94. When we return. No was jumping in with Al, I got some great news. And I'm going to drop it when we return. WIP Sports Time. All right. Uh, welcome back. 824. We got a guy visited, Al, who's a barber in yep. the Poconos. And and uh, I was just showing him Conklin's head. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Because, see, right there, if everyone had Joe Conklin's head, Jonesy. Yeah. Barbers would never make a nickel. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They'd have to shave the head a little bit, though. No, he does but get sometimes once in a while. they come in, right? And they have, like, just that little horseshoe around the side. Yeah. They get charged the same amount. Like, and uh, you could do it with a tweezer, some of these guys. They a lot like, of work, though, to get those, every little hair off there. It's... No. Yeah. You, they, they, you got a little to share. You go, and then you go, $25. Uh, I, think the, I think it's worth it. And this guy it. from the photos said, if you're not giving him 25 and a tip, he's not that impressed. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Anyway, Ava Graham, yes. update on our question of the day. Yeah, brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. It's Chevy Equinox Month. January means huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. Do you feel any sympathy at all for the current plight of the Cowboys? 98% say no. That's the highest number ever. <laughs> I told you. Wow. All right, well, I had a feeling this would happen, so I brought on a Cowboy sympathizer. Who's this? Austin Arnie. <laughs> Hi, Arnie. Angelo, let me get this real clear. I would rather spend eternity in hell than to, to give them any sympathy. None at all, but when they are. Down, you step on their throat. I hate them that much. No, Arnie, listen. This season is over, and they're very I, dejected. I, you know what? And they're fans. They're all Stepford Wives, these fans. Yeah. They had them winning the whole thing. Your team sucks because you got a quarterback who sucks. That's why you lost. Okay? All right, That's but did why you, you lost. Did you see the last play? 
Didn't that make you feel well, sad for them where uh, Elliot was the I, I center? I thought to myself, you have zero chance of winning doing that. You have to throw a 70-yard pass. Yep. You ain't got no options left. It's and a, let me throw a little little eight yarder because there's three seconds left, and we're going. Yeah, we're going to line up in one second. He's an idiot. I you love don't it. Throw that piece at the end of the game. You don't have no chance of winning. You gotta throw to Hail Mary. There's no other choices. I love it. All right, honey. How about our team? What are you feeling right now uh, about this hey, one? Hey, Angel. You know, last week I told you. They could be up by 30 at the half, and people would still cry because, oh, oh they didn't score a bunch in the third quarter. Yeah. We're, we, we are going to take the Niners out of the game by halftime. And, and this kid, Brock Purdy, I want to lay such a beating on this kid that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. <laughs> Well said, Arnie. You're the best, Arnie. This is why Arnie's next level. Get him, Arnie. I want to lay a beating on him so he doesn't. Well, hey, I'm afraid of Rhea. That's why I don't say. say, Arnie, that was perfectly said. No, it wasn't. I'm going to take it off the tape and use it all week on it. My wife gave me that. She goes, tell tell him what you tell me all the night, all the friggin' night long. Oh, I want to give this guy a beating. Tell Angela. Wait, wait, wait. Arnie, you mean at home when you're talking to your wife, you're like this? You know what? When we're alone. Yeah, I can get out of hand with my mouth. I get I I get amped up real easy, Ange. Real, it doesn't take much to get me to get me going. That should it be the line of the day, Ange. Absolutely, it's the line. Hey, of the day. Hey, hey, Nick Bosa, guess guess what, Nick? Yeah. You're if I was the Niners, I would put Nick Bosa on the opposite end of yeah. wherever Lane Johnson is, because you you could have a note from God. You ain't getting past Lane Johnson. It's not <laughs> possible, and I'm gonna love it because you're gonna. Bozo, yeah, Nick Bozo. That's what his name is. <laughs> you're Nicky on Bozo. fire. Honey, you're on fire right now. Yeah, I got a Chris for you, too. I just thought of it. What just now, Chris in my Chris? head. Who? How come nobody said Christopher Walken? He ain't a good actor? Christopher Walken's yeah. a great actor. And oh, you're somebody should have said his name already. You're, you're eligible. Would you go to the game if you won the tickets, honey? Well, Angie, since it's in, it's in the no-care box. No, this is just regular seats in the stand. Well, I, I hate to say this, man. It, it, I would probably go anyway because I I can't sit like that for a four hours. I got muscular friggin' dystrophy. It's in my legs, cuz. Uh, but but for that, yeah, you know what? He would yeah, do you it. Got, he you got to go. I'll bring my cane so that that the, the, the you know employees will get me down the front. All right, listen to me, Arnie. One last thing, because I what, got Keith, I got Keith Jones here. And he's going to make the prediction. No, Arnie. All week he's been kind of negative. I think he's picking the Niners. Is there anything you want to say to Jonesy? He's not going to pick the Niners, though. I already know that. Jonesy, know. Jonesy are you giving us any clue here? No clue. No clue. He's not here's saying he, yet. Here's he, he, going to he's going to say it's going to be a close game, but we're going to win like 24-21. He's going to give a boring prediction. Right. Right. Well, Arnie, you have already won the light of the day. You have already dazzled us with your ability and to I speak. I ain't kidding. I want to lay such a beating on this quarterback that he questions whether or not this, this is what he wants to do for a career. Because we've seen it last week. So, some point in like the beginning of the fourth quarter, the Giants quit. They knew this. <laughs> yep, that's I want what I thought. to see San Fran quit. 
I love it. Arnie, you stay online because you're eligible for the tickets, and don't be a stranger. You are a number one caller of all time, my brother. I want to lay such a beating on this kid that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. <laughs> he nailed it again. He nailed it oh, He's again. unbelievable. Arnie, stay right uh, there. Did they just, that was a tank, right? Did we just don't, pull that? Don't let the facts get Is that get a quick way. turnaround or what? Well done, Wechter. Right, I want to lay such a beating on this kid that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. All right, everybody calm down. We don't want to overuse it. We'll be using it yeah, all week. Yeah, we but do. here's what. If you need something to get more confident, I got it. And I got, again, an emailer. These people monitor uh, the Internet on a moment-by-moment basis. Mm-hmm. So about mid-afternoon yesterday, I get the information. Double-check. Make sure it's right. The referee in, game, in the game on Sunday here will be veteran official John Hussey. Okay. Eagles record in the eight seasons Hussey has been a referee. Six wins. Zero losses. They have never lost with John Hussey. Now, if you need a recent point of reference, John Hussey did... The Cowboy Eagle game here, the first oh, of the two one. meetings. That was a good one. It was a very good uh-huh. one through the eyes of Mr. Hussey. The, the, in that game, he threw 12 pen, flags. Oof. Ten were for the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Ten penalties, 72 yards. Eagles, two penalties, 10 yards. This is beautiful. We love Hussey. Do you understand, Al? I, now, I just want to, I want you to mull one thing over. I got a stat here that will blow the mind of a conspiracy theorist. All right. Cleet Blakeman did the game last Saturday night. Eagles, when Blakeman is there, 13 and 1. They won. Now they're 14 and 1. Hussey, 6 and 0. Oh. The two reps who have been assigned to the Eagle games in these playoffs, composite record, 20 wins, one loss. Wow. I believe, just a theory, mm-hmm. the NFL would like to see Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. Thank you. I'll be here till 10. So would Philadelphia. Thank you very much. Bring it on. Thank you. No, no need to stand. Thank you very much. John Hussey. Remember the name. Blaze is up next. Hi, Blaze. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going? If it was any better, I'd be naked. <laughs> I mean, hey, well, I'm already there. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, Blaze, what do you got for me today? Too happy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's already been said that Purdy has never been on a stage uh, that he's about to face uh, this upcoming Sunday at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and and that goes a long way. I think seven and zero with rookie quarterbacks on on this level. And I feel like San Fran has always never been able to get past this level. And uh, you know, I'm, it's a little concerning not to hear the optimism and confidence from our Eagles fan community about this upcoming game. You saw it last week against the Giants, uh, and uh, like I don't know how everyone didn't see that was going to be a wrap. And that's going to be the same. I think the last caller emphasized it. And uh, I explained it perfectly that this is going to be a route coming up as well. 
Well, Blaze, uh, here's the story. Here's the story. Here's the, the narrative they're selling you with the Niners. And a lot of the media people do this. They're going, now, you don't understand. They don't need the quarterback to be great in the system they've created because he's just the manager on the field yeah. of the game. Well, then, if it was that easy to win with a mediocre seventh-round quarterback with a pop-gun arm, wouldn't somebody have discovered the management of a game before or is it possible that he simply has not yet been challenged to do it in a hostile environment with everything on the line? Yeah, it was real easy to do it in the previous games. He was playing a Cowboy team that scored 12 points in the whole friggin' game. All he needed to score was 19. He's going to need more than that this week. Look at the last two games, and this kind of uh, – uh corroborates uh, the saying that he, he, he's not going to do well on this stage. His first round is a decent game, but, the, but there's no pressure. You know? No that's, pressure. That's a, that's a warm-up game. Next round, at home against Dallas, who is arguably what, they, the third-best team in our division, and he gets a nail-biter. Can't, he can't score in the red zone, nothing but field goals, and that's at home. So Please. imagine what they're going to do at our arena. And, oh, they just threw another fans. flag. Oh, sorry, Niners, you will hold it again. Another 10 yards. <laughs> John Hussey. Thank you, Johnny. All right, give me, Blake, give me right now a Chris. And I don't know how anyone hasn't said this, but this has to be the winner because if I don't get this, Chris, I'll be down on Packer half under a bridge in a van down by the river. But a lot of could you not yell and just say the name? Chris Farley. Chris Farley. <laughs> Chris Farley. Excellent. There's a name that has not been mm -hmm. said yet that is absolutely perplexing me. And I'm not saying anything else about it because it would be my winner. It would definitely be in the hat with the other four. In the hat. No one said it hmm. yet. I don't understand. Who could it be? 215-592-9494. When we return, I, 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 the Mad Dog's coming out from New York. Oh, yeah, good. Have it out nice. with 842. I, I got a story. I got a preempt by Kenny Gainwell thing here because I got a story Rhea just reminded me <clears> that is uh, somewhat weird. Uh, it's weird to me. I do not. My body is what you call pristine, Jonesy. It is. It, it has zero. <laughs> it has zero tattoos. That's right? true. Yeah, that's true. I'm leaving this world the way I came in, just larger and stupid and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> just larger and dumber. But I will still be using diapers. <laughs> yes, you will. And all the usual stuff. So uh, Rhea's telling me this story. Rhea, do you want to do the odds here or do you want me to tell? Uh, so I was, I was just you know, <laughs> looking up Chris Sims stuff this morning based yeah. off the latest dumb thing he said about Jalen Hurts where it's just clearly personal at this point. And I, I see that he's been best friends since college with Kyle Shanahan. They were both at Texas together. The Niners coach. Exactly. I go, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then I see a link in a story to a Houston Chronicle story, and I went, Okay, this is strange. When they were, they're such best friends, they have each other's initials tattooed on their body. All right, so wait a minute. So Kyle Sims has a so, CS Kyle somewhere. Shanahan, uh, yeah, Kyle and, Shanahan has a CS somewhere on his body. Correct. Does it indicate at all where it might be? Upper thigh. <laughs> Just a guess. How upper? Just a guess. <laughs> I mean, is that strange? That is not strange. That is insane. Yeah. Al, do you have any tattoos? Mm, no. 
You have none at all? Nope. Could I talk to a man out there who has a tattoo and it is an homage to a man other than their dad or their son? Uh, somebody or their, like or their brother, just a just a pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to a, a best friend. friend, to a bestie. To me, Al, if I saw, all right, so I don't know you're in a shower, you're, you're working out at the gym, and Kyle Shanahan comes to it. He has a CS on his upper thigh. Uh, first of all, Josie, are you going to say to him what's with the CS? <laughs> 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 I don't ever want to see that guy naked. <laughs> no. And then I got I got cut, uh, Chris Sims. It's on his back. It's on him. Sims on the lower back. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tramp stamp. I heard that. Out. Wait a minute. <laughs> Just Sims, a rumor. Just Sims a rumor. has a tramp stamp of Kyle Shanahan? I don't know if he refers to it as that. but Well, that's what lower back is a tramp stamp. What else is it? Anyway, this may explain the dumb comments made yesterday by Chris Sims, because Chris Sims was on a podcast, and uh, he was talking to some other guy. I never found out who the hell the guy was. Mm-hmm. Rhea, do you have any idea who this guy was? Um, the guy doesn't want anyone yeah, to know. Exactly. I don't think he does want The tattoo know. artist. But, yeah. yeah, no, it's not a tattoo It's artist. just so stupid yes. doubling. I mean, it's a, so dumb. He is doubling down. He is now telling us that even after last week's game, he has a preference for the Giants quarterback. Listen to that. If you were to switch the quarterbacks, would the result be different? If he was playing for the Eagles, and if Jalen Hurts was playing for the Giants, oh, how yeah. much do the Eagles win by? I don't think it's a whole lot different, because Daniel Jones is going to be able to do the same thing. I mean, he can do some of the things that Jalen Hurts, yeah, maybe not as good a runner, but we know he's really close. It's not like, oh, whoa, way better. Again, if you're going to ask me who I'd rather have as a passer, I'd rather have Daniel Jones. Jonesy? This guy's an idiot. I don't know why. Now, what I'm going to do here in an effort to find out how Tiki Barber's brain is working today, mm-hmm. I'm going to play that for him. Tiki's coming up at the top of the hour. Tiki him. also was preaching the gospel of Daniel Jones. Yeah. I got to assume after Jones got seven points in the whole game that he's not Tiki's not so high on Daniel. I will say in fairness to Tiki, his logic was that yeah. Jones is coming off an incredibly right. good sure. performance yes. and Hurts was coming into the game with some unknowns on his on his health. Injury was Tiki is it way more logical than yeah. this moron. Yeah. How is he still employed? I, I don't know. Jonesy, Strange. this is a guy who did that other podcast where every other word, yeah. and he's telling ESPN where to go was, and all this stuff, and he's still spouting yeah, stupidity? It's coming to an end soon based on and this you know, If the Eagles are going to use stuff to motivate themselves, this guy's motivating he, me. He, yes. That, I want to punch is, him in the face. He is serving the city well. That's right. for sure. <laughs> I think I'm going to get his initials on my rear end. What, jackass? Yeah, no, I'm going to put Chris Sims right on my rear end. Chris on one side yep. and Sims on the other and side. And Eskin in the middle. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Anyway, um, let me go to TR here. Hi, TR. Don't even, Jonesy. I didn't do that. Don't now, do I, it. now I'm going to get in trouble. Don't even, put, Jonesy. You put Eskin in the middle. What'd I do? Uh, uh, it's not uh. right. TR, how are you today? I'm great, man. You know, Brandon was just talking, man. I just, if you're listening, man, Brandon, I need to go ahead and bounce on them dudes, man, like like they rubber, laying right on your feet. When you get to that quarterback, bounce on him so we can get him out the way. You, you just want to get – you want to knock that kid down, right? Yeah, we don't want to hurt him. Like, like the one, um, one caller said, Arnie. Yeah, we want to hurt him. We want to bounce. I want to bounce. We got to bounce on him. Let him feel like what it's like to be in the NFL. 
you know, and I like I told you before, uh, and yep. we're going to be all right, man. Pump your brakes, man. We're going to be around for the Super Bowl, man. Don't be worried about nothing. We got you. All right? You know Random what I've noticed, TR? My wife has never been that big a fan. She's rooting harder for the Eagles now than I've ever seen her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this so that I will be home less over the next month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know. she, she's uh, the the delaying the end of her world. She sat, <laughs> <laughs> she sat for the whole game Saturday night. And the, Brandon, she, put your hands on the bounce on him. Oh, no. Everybody listening, man, bounce on that guy, man. Take his heart, get in his head. Yep. That's right. Get him. I think even Arnie had a thought on how to take care of Purdy. Uh, T.R., give me a Cress. Better than Sims. Well, the Ava G. You're the rapper the Ava G. So I'm going to say this. The Notorious B.I.G., Christopher Wallace. Christopher. Nice. Put that down, Al. Notorious whatever that he just said. B.I.G. All right. Yeah, the Notorious B.I.G. And do we have that? uh, Let me just hear this one more time. I want to lay such a beating on this kid (laughs) that he questions whether or not he wants to play football anymore. (laughs) Al, that's That's that's, that's what you want to do. It's exquisite. All right. On the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who is also upset, Christopher Russo, who is predicting big things, Al. For the Giants, it did not happen. Uh, let's bring him out right now. Hi, Christopher. How are you today? Uh, not too great, Angelo. Very poor showing by the Giants. Disappointed me last weekend. Look, it was highly predictable to us, Chris. We knew you had no shot. Well, yeah, yeah. You're a regular nostril dumbass, Angelo. <laughs> it's nostril dumbass. <laughs> nostril. All right. The Giants were frauds, and now you know it, Chris. Frauds? What about you, Angelo? How long have you been threatening to retire? Supposed to be the end of the year? Then it's the end of the football season? Why don't you just hang around with the Flyers till they win the Stanley Cup? Ah! I'll never get rid of you. You'll be there forever. Don't be twisting this. I've been uh, going uh, at the end of the football season all year, and it looks now like I'm going out on top. Well, don't act like you had anything to do with them winning, okay? Everybody hates you. Every coach, every manager, every general manager hated you and you hated them. You tried to run them all out of town. And you ain't going to be missed, that's for sure, Angelo. Yeah, well, at least I know when to get out, Chris. How long are you going to keep doing your tired act, you pathetic loser? We're calling me a loser. At least I'm in the biggest market in the country. That's why they call the Big Apple. You're down there with the peons of Philadelphia. By the way, my brother, Fat Mike, he thinks you're a creep, too. Let me put him on. Yeah. Go ahead, Mikey. Am I on? This is Fat Mike. Hey, Angelo, you're a real creep, too. All right, get out of here, Fat ah. Mike. I don't need you there. You sound just like your brother. I can't even tell you part. That's enough, Chris. Enough of you and your brother. Well, this is Chris. Why don't you, why don't you put on another one of your sycophants on the air, huh? How about Steven Singer? Why don't you put that guy on it? We haven't heard how great you are in about 10 minutes, you loser. What about Pete? How about Chickies and Pete's? You won't even be able to plug him anymore after it, Angelo. You're going to have to pay for your own crab fries now. All right, stop it. That's rude. The only losers bigger than that are those nut jobs you put on the air, like your butch from Miniunk, Kenny the kidney guy. What are you going to get him next, a lung? <laughs> That's wrong. That's horrible. I gotta run. I gotta get out of here. See, you got you got will of God coming up. I'm gonna have to have a radio interpreter here to figure out what the hell he's saying. All what? Right. All right. Who? <laughs> Where? 
Why? I'll tell you where in hell, you idiot. (laughs) Get out of here, Chris. See Joe Conklin's comedy show at the St. Anastasia Church at West Chester Pike, Saturday, February 11th. For tickets to go, go to JoeConklin.com. Ladies and gentlemen, will of God. Uh, No. Hi, Will. (laughs) Oh, my God. Will, he just (laughs) called you an idiot. Yo, if they, listen, there's, oh, there's people called part-time idiots. I named them that way. What? But, you know, you always got a Chris up there. It's called Captain Chris, want to be a Chris, and somebody got beat. No, but he was implying, Will, that when I put you on, it's a waste of time and ear, and money, that you should not be a regular on this show because you're not often understandable. <laughs> Just for the news, you just can't comprehend English. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're from another part of it. Never mind. I can't even go that way. But listen, man, it's a beautiful situation when you got real friends and you got part-time idiots. One is loose. You know what I'm saying? So what I did was, I don't know how it happened. All these tailgates is becoming revolutionary. I threw a phone, right? The last tailgate I did, I did a video and I in the air and I caught it right on time. The guys know it. So you got it. I'm, I'm posting these things now at two will underscore of underscore guide on Instagram and TikTok. I'm behind schedule and everybody's mad. But the best part about life is yeah, you're still here, dude. I, well, I got to be honest. That Chris is making sense. I don't understand what the hell you say. He threw a phone in the air and it came down. He caught it what and he's going to post it on like 10 different yeah. things. Who needs to see a phone in the air? Well, it no, came no, down. No. What, it is, what it is, it's spinning the air, and I didn't know I was going to catch it right on beat where I could catch it and still talk to everybody like, hey, it, it, was, it was just unimaginable. And people are really going to want to see that? Well, oh, my God. Uh-huh. We, we just looked at it seven times and lost our minds. So everybody out there that donated to Let's Say Will of God, thank you so much. I'm trying to save my storage unit. I know it's going to get foreclosure. Thank you so much. All right, Will. Nice. That's very nice to hear, Will. Thank you. Thank you for checking in with us. That means a lot to me. What are going to do? What? Oh, I thought I got cut off. Um, All right. I, I, yes, you did get cut off. Hold on. Christopher's back on. Christopher, you were right about Will. I see. You right. say what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. not I'm Smaller than Daniel Jones. All right, that, that's it. I got. I just want to. I I have to what? go now. I have big room on. But that, <laughs> and another winner. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a shot at room. Ladies and gentlemen, big room. Wow. Hi, big room. How? <laughs> Chris is killing you now. You give us great content. Hey. Rest in peace, Grandma. Said they ain't talking about you. You don't matter. There you go. All right, big room. Offer to us some thoughts on what's happening in sports in this city right now so we can make Chris look stupid. <laughs> oh, man, it's a beautiful day. And, I mean, that win Saturday, you know, like I said, everybody know the game was over at halftime. And they just going to – it's going to be a, a bigger battle, you know, because of uh, uh, San Fran defense. But at the end of the day, they're going to come out on victory. And everybody, by 6.30 Sunday – Everybody going to be out in the street just cheering on and, you know, February 12th, the Super Bowl, and you're going to still be in studio till then. All right, so you are feeling big things right ahead for this team, and for the remainder of this postseason, you are an Eagles fan, big room. Please believe it. There you have it now. This is what's Christopher talking about. That's content. <laughs> That's serious content. Big room, where can I get some chicken? Oh, uh, man, you know, come on, let me Thursday at Pitcher's Pub. 4326 Main Street, Chef Big Rube on Instagram, and 
you know, all, all weekend, you know, and if you're lucky enough, come Pitcher's Pub and watch the game if you ain't at the game. <laughs> Holla! Holla! There you have it. That'll shut up, Christopher. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh.